This is Profiles in Risk. Hosted by Nick Lamparelli. Every week, we interview those who risk life, limb, fortunes, career, and reputation, and those who work behind the scenes who look to protect and enlighten us about risk. You can find the show notes and other insurance-related content at insnerds.com. That's I-N-S-N-E-R-D-S dot com. Now, on to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Profiles in Risk. This is a special episode where we're previewing the AI and Analytics Conference held by Insurance Nexus on May 2nd and 3rd in Chicago. A presenter there is my guest today. I'd like to introduce Aviad Pinkoveski. Aviad is the Chief Product Officer at Hippo Insurance. Hippo Insurance is an insurance company that uses technology to change how home insurance works. Aviad will be presenting at the conference, like I said, on May 2 and 3 in Chicago. And his session is going to be on creating an outstanding customer experience from the ground up. Aviad, welcome. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So we've interviewed, I think, a lot of the folks that are going to be listening to this probably know who Hippo is. I, to me, Hippo is one of the original insurtechs. So uh, good brand name. But just in case there are people that uh, don't know who Hippo is, why don't you give me a brief description on Hippo and what you do there? No, it's uh, my pleasure, definitely. So Hippo is a direct-to-consumer home insurance uh, startup, although we are getting uh, a bit of an, into a more advanced startup mode uh, nowadays with the traction that we are uh, gathering. The approach behind Hippo, the process behind Hippo is that uh, consumers should have a modernized experience when buying home insurance and when they are interacting with their insurance company throughout the life cycle of the policy. So in order to make the experience much more modernized, what Hippo did was to leverage uh, and utilize multiple data sources, multiple techniques, including uh, AI-based uh, satellite imagery to assess the roof condition, whether there is a pool, what is the roof material, how far a home is from a fire, from fire risk, and so in order to streamline the quoting experience and allowing customers to get a quote within 60 seconds uh, and complete the purchase of a policy online without the need uh, to, talk to, a, to talk to an agent within just a few minutes from their computer, from their laptop, or if they want to, they can also chat and talk to an agent. Then, in addition to that, uh, we didn't just settle for improving the user experience. We also took a stab at the insurance policy itself, and we modernized this as well. Mm -hmm. So our insurance policy includes coverage for stuff that is, in many cases, omitted or limited. Uh, for example, we cover home office equipment, laptops, HVAC, appliances, equipment breakdown, service lines, uh, water backup. Uh, and we do that uh, in order to make sure that we have the best possible policy that meets customer where they are in 2019 and meets their expectations. Uh, third, as a result of our different distribution model and reliance on technology and the tweaks we did to the insurance product itself, we also came up with a very competitive pricing, which allowed us to be, on average, about 25% cheaper than the main competition in most of the markets we operate in. So we've been in the market nowadays, it's almost two years. And we've been fortunate, uh, fortunate enough to get uh, amazing reception from the market, experiencing a tremendous amount of growth 
and it's a very uh, thrilling time for us at Hippo. Yeah. Uh, a bit about myself, um, who you were asking about, about my background. So my name is Aviat Kovetsky. I'm the Chief Product Officer at Hippo. Uh, and it's important to distinguish it's a product from the technical, technological world. So I'm in charge of making sure that the technology that we have, the user experience, it's all tied together to a very coherent, polished and high quality user experience that is able to highlight the unique nature of people and to create a streamlined experience for our customers, for our partners and for our in-house agents. I'm curious, in your role, how much of that is interacting with customers to, to you know, set that experience and how much of that is the back office interacting with your underwriting team, your actuary team, you know, some of your other teams to align the actual insurance product with the, the tech element of the interaction that the customer faces? Sure. It's all of the above. So the way we see that, at least the way I and we at the product team see that, we have multiple customers. First of all, we have our end customers, uh, the policyholders, who are the ones that are actually buying our product and they are the reason we exist. And yes, every once in a while, uh, we do customer interviews in person with our policyholders. Mm -hmm. um, we also have routine scores and surveys that we send every month to our customers in order to understand how we are doing, how we are tracking, are there any issues that came up, anything that we could improve either on the online experience or the post-purchase experience or even on the operational service aspect. Because we believe that a big part of our value proposition is being customer-centric uh, company. So definitely, this is a big part of my, of my role. The other thing is that we also consider our uh, in-house staff as customer because they are the ones that are using the tools that we build in-house. And by the way, this is a good segue to mention that we at Hippo actually build uh, our own in-house uh, policy management system that is used by our team, including claim system as well. So we need to make sure that it's a top-notch experience for staff to make them more productive and helpful for our own uh, customers. And then third, uh, we also have tons of partners that are selling uh, HIPAA policies through their channels. Uh, they use a different suite of tools that we created for them, and we need to make sure that they are happy and they have the best available uh, system that we can provide in order to make them successful. Yeah. It, your background was in insurance. So what, what made you take the leap? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, my background is quite unique, just at a high level. Uh, I joined Hippo back in 2016, more than three years ago. Before that, I was at LinkedIn, uh, got nothing to do uh, with insurance, but it was a great training school for product management. And before that, I was doing my MBA in the US, and prior to that, I was in the Israeli military intelligence, so quite different. Uh, for me, the opportunity here to, by joining Hippo, it was an opportunity to potentially make an impact on a huge industry that is so important and so crucial for the life of so many Americans. It's a $100 billion in premium uh, industry in the U.S. alone, growing at a 5% year over year. Uh, you have to have insurance. People have to have insurance. And it plays such a pivotal role in people's life. It allows people to move up in life. It allows people to own property, uh, to take calculated risk in ownership uh, and in business. And the fact that it's such a big, important market that became, I would say, not really customer-centric in the last few decades, I perceive that as a great opportunity to create value for customers and to just improve mm -hmm. how things are done. Yeah. I can't move on to the next section without 
uh, quizzing you on your Israeli military intelligence experience. There's a <laughs> there's a booming tech scene in Israel, and there's a booming insure tech scene in Israel, and there's a lot of Israeli uh, insure techs here in the United States. I'm curious, did you find the military background uh, beneficial to your business career? Right, uh, that's a good question. And you know, directly on the surface, there is no correlation. But when you look deeper into what drives many Israeli entrepreneurs and tech leaders, you find that Israel is usually like areas where other people say that they are impossible or difficult. And insurance up until recently, maybe now as well, it's been considered one of those because it's regulated, it's complicated, um, there are big competition, there are big competitors. So it, it stopped. It, uh, up until recently, when InsurTech became a thing, it wasn't really a hot uh, topic for investors and founders and employees. Um, but one of the things that, you know, at least I got from the, my military experience is the notion there is no such thing as impossible. Maybe you will find out something is impossible, but you don't start with thinking that something is impossible. You just take a step at the problem and you try to find a way to solve it and to make things better um, by improvising, by working hard, by trying to be creative. Um, and the fact that other people didn't were discouraged by some factors shouldn't be a factor for you. Uh, I think this is something that many people that uh, have grown up in Israel and served in the military where you are required <laughs> uh, and you're trained and, and, and you know, and, and operate in this way you find very useful in business as well. Yeah, I can imagine. I, uh, honestly, w when you said that, it uh, all of a sudden I got this idea that, oh, I, I was like connecting dots that that might have been uh, beneficial. It, 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 it sure does seem that way. When it comes to AI, analytics, machine learning, just the, this whole new revolution that's occurring in data science, right? Can you place that in the trajectory of HIPPO? Like, uh, yeah. it, it seems as though when HIPAA got started, it was more, you know, a digital version of a more modern homeowner's company. But there does seem, you know, in the news releases over the past few months to a year that HIPAA is really incorporating a lot of the modern data science to change your product. Can you talk about yeah. how you're thinking about AI analytics and the future sure. of your products? Sure, yeah, happy to. I would break it down into several kind of verticals, if you like. And uh, the way I think about it is that it uh, maps to different phases in the policy lifecycle. So first of all, let's talk about onboarding, which is something that partially uh, you know, already exists uh, in our existing shop. So when you create a new quote or a new policy, a lot of the data uh, that you can create and you can pre-fill and uh, use in order to create more better, uh, more accurate, uh, underwriting model and pricing model can be used by data that is um, optimized or obtained by AI by AI techniques. So the example I mentioned before is the fact that right now uh, we are providing our customers with a real-time assessment of their property based on satellite imagery that is um, being analyzed and being uh, structured in a way that is based on training millions of data sets and using big data and AI techniques. So that allows us to infer on, uh, on demand what is the roof condition, the roof material, uh, the distance from a tree, whether there is a pool, trampoline, and so on. Stuff that is much more difficult to be obtained from traditional sources. 
Uh, then when you move further into the into the quoting experience, you could use AI in order to assess what is the ideal proposed package in terms of coverages deductible mm-hmm. for a person based on uh, mapping that was done on numerous additional data points uh, that were analyzed. So this is one piece of, of, the, of the puzzle. It's mostly about the onboarding and the quoting. And of course, there are some additional potential implications around marketing and top of the funnel acquisition, but I won't get to that uh, at this point. Then when a customer becomes a policyholder, uh, you could also use AI on a continuous basis in order to assess their needs and what they um, what their coverage should be along the life of the policy. So right now, one of the gaps that we at HIPO identified is that uh, insurance, for the most part, is a pretty static product. You get it once, the lifetime value, the lifetime expectancy uh, for a policy, home policy at least, is seven to nine years on average. Uh, but the number of updates that the policy has gone through is very limited. People don't call uh, their insurance company when they replace the roof or when they expanded their home uh, or when they renovated their home. They usually don't. Uh, but nevertheless, those could be significant changes that affect one way or the other on their risk profile or and or on the coverages that they require. Uh, so by using AI, you could create a continuous monitoring of the customer's needs uh, and risk level in order to continuously update their policy. So this is the second vertical. The third element here is once a policyholder needs or a customer needs to submit a claim, then AI could actually be used not to create a chatbot experience, which I personally don't think is the right experience that customer experience that customer expects, but rather think about it this way. You call a you call the FNOL or and later on you talk to the adjuster. Uh, the adjuster, by leveraging AI tools, can know exactly what your claim is going to entail, what are the best uh, practices to deploy for this uh, claim, who is the best person to handle this claim, and what happened in the past uh, in similar claims, of course, adjusted to your um, unique characteristic and, speci- and specific incident. So that's something that could streamline the claim experience as well for a customer and create a much more uh, streamlined, quick customer experience when submitting and handling a claim. Yeah, it, it seems as though for for a modern insurance company, there's so many, there aren't enough touch points. You almost have to have a broad AI uh, strategy uh, to maximize those touch points. Uh, you talked about onboarding and then during the life cycle and then during the claim. It's it, it, unlike other businesses, you don't get a lot of opportunities to actually in, interact with your customer so it, it seems right. that you have to have a broad strategy for that. And this is the value of AI because AI, if done correctly, could help insurance companies to make sure that the interactions when they happen are laser focused, targeted, and relevant. Because I agree with you, people don't want to hear from their insurance company uh, for no good reason. Let's face it. I mean, insurance companies are not Facebook or something like that that people yeah. use on a daily basis. They would never be. They, there is no point in pretending. Yeah. Uh, but the leverage, but the ability to leverage AI could allow insurance companies that use it right uh, to make sure that the interaction points, when they do happen, happen on a timely, relevant manner. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Uh, your session, I'm looking at the website now, create a modern custom, customer-centric home insurance experience, which you've been describing right now, pretty much. So it's, it's, it essentially is the preview of your particular session. 
but you, could you go into uh, what you expect to go into during your session? Sure. So without revealing too much about uh, <laughs> um, what we what I will be talking about, uh, the objective that I want to the, the topic I want to cover is mostly about how we at Hippo perceive customer experience. How did we act on creating what I believe, and I'm biased, but I believe is one of the best uh, user experiences for customers to get insurance and to be serviced uh, when they have a policy with an insurance company. And then, of course, would like to share our thoughts about the future of the user experience and how it could leverage AI down the road in order to create a more personalized, efficient uh, experience for customers when they're interacting with an insurance company. Yeah. So out of insurance professionals that would be attending, uh, who should attend? Which which strategic roles or positions within an insurance uh, company should think about attending your session? Yeah. So I think it's mostly relevant for the people who own at least one of the two, either the people that are owning the technology piece of the puzzle. Uh, because at the end of the day, even though the conversation is definitely not going to be technical, it's about how technology can be deployed in order to create a different customer experience. And second, people who are in charge of the customer experience, customer expectation, and what customer success looks like uh, at the organization. Yep. yep. Awesome. So it's the Insurance AI Analytics Conference hosted by Insurance Nexus. It's in Chicago, May 2nd, May 3rd. Come see Aviad, uh, see his presentation on create a modern customer-centric home insurance experience. I will also be there. My session is yet to be determined, but I will be there. So come meet Aviad, come meet myself, come meet the other members of the Hippo team. Uh, my guest this week has been Aviad Pinkovesky. Aviad, thank you so much for, for highlighting us. And the link will be up here or down here. You can get a discount, so not too late to register. And uh, Aviad, thank you. Well, I'll see you in Chicago. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks for having me.